Welcome to Dealcast, the weekly M&A podcast presented to you by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. I'm Juliana Needham, a business journalist who's been covering M&A for a decade. In this week's special episode, we're looking at the latest Intralinks deal flow predictor. This is based on data from the company's due diligence platform and highlights a number of trends in M&A. I'm joined by Matthew Wells, who is the Vice President of Global Product Marketing and Strategy at SS&C Intralinks, to discuss the findings from the fourth quarter edition of the Deal Flow Predictor. Hi, Matt. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Juliana. Thanks for having me again. So let's start by looking at an overview of M&A activity globally. The deal flow predictor is forecasting global fourth quarter M&A levels to be ending on a positive note. Can you tell us more about that, please? That's right, Juliana. We're definitely seeing positive trends in the data when we look at early stage deal activity on our platform. It tends to be about six months away from announcement on average. While I wouldn't say M&A is poised to take off like a rocket ship, I would say we're confidently forecasting global announced deal volume to see moderate growth over Q4 2022 and marginal growth over Q3 of this year. In fact, according to our data, May 2023 saw the third highest amount of early stage deal activity on our platform since 2021, and that was surpassed by June of this year. So yes, I'd say we're likely to end the year on a positive note, at least when it comes to growth in M&A deal volume. Thank you. Now, can we talk about the recent IPO resurgence? A few months ago, it looked like it was great news, but um, perhaps less so now. Can you call it a resurgence? And what's the deal flow predictor's view on, on the equity capital markets? Yeah, admittedly, the word resurgence might be a bit strong. However, it certainly feels that way after what we saw in 2022. I'd prefer to use the term stabilizing when discussing the IPO market. And the data in the DFP backs that up, showing material increases in early stage IPO activity. The US IPO market in Q3 saw three IPOs raise over $500 million, including one of the largest IPOs in the past 20 years. But unlike 2020, the market is highly selective and really only ripe for companies that fit the right mold. We're seeing the biggest bumps to early stage IPO activity and have the highest forecasts both in Q, both on quarter over quarter and Q423 over Q422 basis in both APAC and North America. And I'm guessing the IPO that you're talking about there is the ARM one, which uh, was very successful at the beginning, but uh, has the share price has dropped down a bit since then. So can we have a look at the different regions now? Starting with Asia Pacific, it's generally more positive news there, but there are still some clouds on the horizon, aren't there? Can you tell us a bit more about that, please? Sure. You're right. Generally positive news with a strong rebound in China fueling much of the growth in the region. We're anticipating double-digit gains in deal volume for the region on both a quarter-over-quarter and quarter-over-quarter yearly basis. This does mask the fact a bit that China is dealing with a real estate and debt challenge that could dampen deal activity. Thus, we're not expecting these large boosts in deal volume to continue for a prolonged period of time. From a sector perspective, some of the strongest performance we're predicting will come from the financial sector in Australia, retail in China, and manufacturing in Japan. 
Thank you. And turning our attention to the EMEA region, obviously in the Middle East part of that region, there are some major geopolitical developments happening at the moment. But can you talk about what the deal flow predictor has shown and what activity you're seeing, uh, positive but flatter growth, and what, what can you expect to see in the next couple of months? Yeah, geopolitical activity aside for the moment, you know, we're not seeing the same spike in growth in EMEA as we're forecasting for APAC. However, the region continues to demonstrate remarkable stability despite the headwinds it's been facing for the better part of two years. We saw strong early stage activity out of France, Italy, and South Africa, and are predicting growth in the amount of deals announced in Q4 2023 compared to Q4 2022. And what are the interesting sectors? Some key sector-driven performance is expected to come from banking in the Netherlands, utilities in Italy, and retail in France. And looking towards the West now and North America, the deal flow predictor states that there is material stress in early stage Canadian activity meaning the region's expecting a material drop in fourth quarter volume against the third quarter of this year. Can you talk us through that trouble and talk about what's happening in the US as well, please? Sure. In North America, we're looking at a market that's still recovering from a number of challenges while continuing to battle others from the banking crisis to inflation, leaving a lot of the key players like private equity largely on the sidelines for much of the year. Canada in particular, is showing signs of a significant decrease in deal volume on both a quarter-over-quarter basis and when compared to Q4 of 2022, due to many of the same factors that have slowed deal-making on the macro level. Overall, at the North American level, we're predicting the possibility of marginal upside with a chance to fall into slightly negative territory when compared to Q3 of this year and compared to Q4 of 2022. Thank you. And so now on to Latin America. The Latin region showed resilience and stability in the second quarter of this year. And interestingly, in June 2023, there was the second highest volume in early stage activity for the past year and a half. Can you tell us more about the trends that you're seeing in the Latin American region and why the deal flow predictor is anticipating double digit uplift in the from the third quarter of this year to the fourth quarter and in Brazil in particular? Yeah, the story in the LATAM region is definitely Brazil, where early stage activity indicates significant uplift in predicted deal volumes on a quarter over quarter basis, driven by deals in the banking and technology sectors. Argentina, somewhat surprisingly, despite inflationary pressures, is poised to post a gain in deal announcements in the double digits when compared to the same period last year as well as Q3 of this year. Overall, we're anticipating a marginal increase in deal activity for the region as a whole, with Colombia and Chile weighing down forthcoming announced M&A deals. And rounding up, can you talk through some of the possible challenges we can expect for the next couple of months? and whether there might be a feeling of optimism for the year end. The data does suggest feelings of optimism aren't unfounded at all. And dealmakers are getting their arms around economic factors that seem to be stabilizing in, in most regions while dealing with new geopolitical challenges that could have an impact on dealmaking, which remains to be seen. Overall, the trends are there and the data does suggest a continued rebound of the M&A market from a volume perspective with a strong performance from the middle market. Aging PE portfolio companies, cash on corporate balance sheets 
and in private equity coffers will catalyze deal activity in the coming year. We do expect a continued lack of mega deals until traditional financing markets loosen up, but we are seeing alternative financing outlets like private credit fill the gap nicely for the right deal makeup. I look forward to coming on again and seeing if this prediction actually becomes reality. Great. Well, we'll look forward to that, Matt. Thanks very much. That was Matty Wells, Vice President of Global Product Marketing and Strategy at SS&C Intralinks. Thanks for listening to this week's special episode of DealCast presented by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. Please rate, review and follow the podcast. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or look out for your Merger Market news alert. For more information, have a look at our show notes. Join us next week for another episode. 